Hello, everyone, and welcome to Portland Film Review's first podcast ever. Get excited. We're excited, even though you wouldn't tell if you could see Nathan on Zoom right now, but I promise you that's his excited face. We've talked about doing a podcast for so long, and we couldn't really decide where we wanted to get started, but out of our conversations about how to do a better job covering films by Black directors and by Black creators in general, we came to this point of why not start our podcast as a project to help celebrate those voices. So here in this inaugural stretch of Portland Film Review weekly and or monthly or annually, depending on how the world goes and where we all end up, we will, for now weekly, be visiting and discussing a film by a Black director. And I'm joined here by my co-editors, partners in crimes, and dear friends, Jane and Nathan. Friends, thank you. I can't believe we're doing this. I know. I'm really excited. Thanks, Devin. I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast. (laughs) Nathan, if your podcast persona just is Valley Girl, I could get behind that. (laughs) What persona? (laughs) (laughs) For all of you listening, you might be... Portland Film Review veterans, and in that case, maybe you've been reading us over the past few years and have a pretty good sense of who each of us are in terms of what we're interested in writing about, what we gravitate towards, like you know that I'm far too obsessed with horror. But just in case this is your first connection with Portland Film Review, one, you should pause the podcast and then go to our website and read up so you know what you're in for. But when you come back, we can take a second to introduce each of ourselves so you have a sense of who we are. So We're going to do that silly thing where we go around like we're on a carousel and talk about ourselves. Um, But as it is our first podcast, we have to do the icebreaker and pretend like we know what we're doing. So Jane, do you care to tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do here, and why you like movies? I would love to. So I'm Jane. I'm from Portland, Maine. So my nickname in college was Jane from Maine, if that helps anybody remember me and where I'm from. We started Portland Film Review in January 2017, so I've been on board since then, was one of the co-founders and editors. I'm currently working in Concord, New Hampshire at New Hampshire Public Radio. I have a little bit of experience working in audio, but have never made a podcast before, so this is exciting. And I definitely on the site tend to gravitate more towards contemporary films. I've written about documentaries and the role of gender and, you know, the male gaze and all that sort of fun stuff. Um, I've also done some interviews with local filmmakers in Portland, Maine, um, because as a journalist, I really like doing interviews and love talking to people. So I like movies because I really like analyzing things. So I was an English major and an art history minor, which is all sort of, there's literary analysis, you can analyze a piece of art, but it's all sort of placed in a, a broader context of the history and the culture of the time period. And get to do something similar with film. Well, uh, Nathan, passing on to you. Hi, I'm Nathan, and I have been with Portland Film Review since 2017 as well, and helped Jane co-found, and have been editing and writing ever since. I am from Portland, Oregon, and I am currently living there, uh, and I will be starting grad school in the fall at the University of Chicago, um, which I'm super excited about. And I study German literature and film. I mostly write about international film, German, Austrian, French film, uh, Jewish film, and some film adaptation and film theory as well. So I'll probably be bringing in some Marxist thought as well. 
I guess I like film uh, because I think it's a really interesting medium that kind of connects uh, a lot of other forms of art. So you get the visual and the audio um, kind of in one. Um, I've been really interested in film adaptations, stuff like that. I'm really excited to to talk a little bit about some some new films that I haven't seen uh, with my my two co-writers. And then I am Devin, and I was not one of the founding two members, so I am the uh, the I guess the Ringo of the group in that sense. Jane and Nathan wonderfully brought me on in the spring of 2017, and since then I've been writing and editing and just being a part of the site from top to bottom in lots of wonderful ways. And I further cite, apart from my aforementioned obsession with horror, I tend to write a lot about the industry because I'm interested in the film industry and how it functions. But apart from that, my reviews and articles, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong because I might just be filling in my own false history here, friends. I think I tend to span between some older films and some newer films. I generally have an eclectic movie taste. My writing has that kind of spastic (laughs) quality of going back and forth, which is also reflected in what I do now, which is I am currently a teacher. I was a film and English major, and I'm now teaching film and English. So I'm enjoying being in the field that I actually studied. And I teach seniors and juniors at a boarding school where we look at literature and we look at film and we talk about those stories and teaching that eclectic taste where I can show them an old Coppola next to something by Barry Jenkins and just look at the way that form and function extend over time. And I think in that way, that's also why I love movies. I love that they are a formal construction of light and shadow and sound that can tell a story and that you can glean all of this information from about culture and about circumstances and use that to have a real conversation about things that are happening around us or things that have happened in the past. And just like a book, just like a photograph, they are a document of a time, a place, and a person. And so I love them. And I love writing about them and talking about them with Jane and Nathan. And now that we're doing this podcast, you all get to be pulled into our crazy, wonderful conversations about movies, which up to this point, we have kept secret from the broader world. But now we are bringing to you live for better or worse. But of course, we're not just doing this because all of a sudden we got bored and decided we wanted to do a podcast. This has come out of a conversation we've had, and that conversation has been an ongoing part of our considering how we can work as a site to be a part of the general cultural movement to really have a focus on anti-racism and how we can best be a place that elevates the voices of Black creators and Black filmmakers. And so this first run of Portland Film Review Weekly, as we will for this time be calling it, will be to get in and really talk about a film by a Black creator each week. But to understand how we got there, there were a lot of conversations that happened. And I don't know, we've been reflecting a lot on that. So I think it would be interesting for everyone to hear how we got to this conclusion, because you know this is our first podcast. And in some ways, it can seem like it just came out of nowhere. But this was a conversation we had. Jane, Nathan, why for you do you feel it's important for us as a site to spend more time looking at films by Black creators? I mean, I think it's important, especially in this moment, to look at films by Black creators, but also I think we just need to diversify our portfolio 
in general, I mean, looking back at all of the work that we've done, I think we've done maybe three films by black creators and I haven't looked really otherwise, but I know even, um, even films by female directors or other POC, I don't think we've done a very good job on. So I think we're especially shining a light on black filmmakers and creators and actors in this moment because of everything that's happening in the country right now. But I, I think it's important for us in general to diversify what we've been doing, which is why we've decided to have more of a focus on it and, and spend more time watching and writing and talking about these films. I can only echo what Jane said about diversifying our, our site. Looking back over a lot of the films that we've reviewed over the past three years, um, there's, there's not a lot of diversity there. We've done some in international films, some in other languages, some by women, but uh, there's, there's very, very few films that we've, that we've talked about by people of color. I also think it's just part of the nature of our site and kind of what we wanted to do in the first place, uh, which was to, to kind of look at films that people aren't talking about necessarily and uh, also look at films that, uh, that mean something to us uh, individually. We're not trying to review every film that's ever been created, uh, but kind of bring something to, to our friends and followers that we think is, is particularly meaningful. And worth watching and worth spending the time on. I think that we, all three of us, watch a ton of movies. We're watching movies and television all the time. And what we're watching doesn't always translate to what we're writing about. Just because we all have jobs. We all have things we're doing. And while this has been something we've all loved, right, it's not our full-time position. So sometimes when you're in that situation, we might be watching a lot more by a more diverse set of filmmakers, but based on whatever unconscious, conscious decisions we're making, that doesn't get translated to the kind of pieces we're writing and what we're covering. I feel like this, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot of ways as a commitment within my mind to say, okay, if I'm watching a diverse set of films, why am I not writing about a diverse set of films? And that that is something that needs to translate. If that means making a conscious effort to say, okay, I'm I've spent three years reviewing mostly movies by white guys. We don't need to do that. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to write about those movies also, but just making sure there is a diversification that reflects more of what we're actually watching and more of what we're actually experiencing. Well, first of all, I, I actually don't have a job at the moment, so that's, that's not, <laughs> not taking up a whole lot of my time. But, but uh, I, I, I do think that... Um, you're right. We, we, we do watch a lot of different films, but in, and it, it kind of becomes very easy to, to review what we're comfortable with. And it, it's easy for me, at least, to kind of say, these are the things that I know that I feel qualified to talk about and to kind of only ever review those, those kinds of films. And I think that right now, what we're, kind of, what we're kind of seeing as a large scale movement is saying, we need to come to terms with the fact that we're not going to be comfortable with everything. Mm -hmm. and that we need to actively be doing something that's anti-racist. And whether we're doing that on our own time or not, we should be kind of sharing that with, uh, with other people. We talked about this a lot when we were talking about what sort of statement we wanted to make, given everything that's going on in the country right now. And um, we settled on a, a statement that we put on our, our website. But one of the things we talked about is how white film criticism is in general, 
so there's just a lack across the board in the whole in the whole industry of talking about this so there's a gap in this coverage and so even though we are not Roger Ebert we're trying to fill in a tiny bit to do what we can to cover movies or voices that have traditionally been overlooked and I think that certain you know sites and and film reviewers have um definitely diversified and are, are getting better about it but it's definitely true that film criticism in general has traditionally and continues to be very white and dominated by white people focused on white films and white filmmakers i would add to that and i think bring in what nathan was talking about about leaning into being uncomfortable and talking about those things is that it is in such a way that when you have an academic function and a critical function and a film industry that is dominated by white creators and people tend to stay with what they are comfortable with. And you're going to write about what you know and what you know tends to be what is easiest. And I say easiest in in the sense that if you are not pushing against that, you can't grow. And as a country and as an industry, we've had so much of this stuck in the point of we are not going to grow because it's difficult and it's uncomfortable. And we're in a moment now where, thankfully, many people have recognized that there is an issue that we have been able to be shielded from, whether because of privilege or any other circumstance of your life where you haven't had to confront that. And for me, right, it's not like the three of us woke up after George Floyd's murder and said, oh, wow, racism is real. We were all aware of that, but at the same time, recognizing that being aware of it and being against racism and being anti-racist are these different things and committing to a place where, right, we aren't the New York Times. We aren't Washington Post. We're not this gigantic publication, but we know people are reading us and people are going to us in whatever function we have. And that if that function can just be one corner of this world of film criticism and reflection that says, hey, we're gonna do a better job because we need to. And maybe other people do that. And then as a unit in this realm, we can use this moment to come to a much overdue change in how we cover film. I think this is also kind of about holding ourselves accountable, holding each other accountable, and maybe even holding our our readers and listeners accountable by saying, look, we're going to present you with uh, some some resources, some some films to watch. Now it's on you to kind of to go watch those things, think about them yourselves. Um, and for, for ourselves to kind of just say, we're going to kind of force each other to, to sit down and like talk about something that we normally would kind of, uh, you know, think about on our, on our own and maybe not bring uh, to kind of the collective discussion. We also talked a little bit about how it feels to be three white we call ourselves film critics. Are we film critics? I guess we're film critics. Yeah, we're film we're critics. We're three white <laughs> film critics, yeah. <laughs> I don't, that feels professional. Okay. We also talked about how it feels to be three white film critics and, and making this sort of statement and that sort of idea of who are we to be talking about this. But I also think it's especially important for us to be talking about it. Um, I think everyone needs to be talking about it. And so it's films that everyone needs to be watching and and talking about because all of these stories are important. And like Devin said, unless you're expanding your horizons and 
watching films, reading books, you know, consuming art by a variety of different people, then you're stunted. And beyond that, right, this is part of our continued self-education. And I think from the beginning, right, I've thought of Portland Film Group for me as a reason to go out and watch things and think critically and continue writing. And so in that, right, we may all have studied this in some regard and thought about it and spent, especially in the last three years, a lot of time writing, reflecting and reading about film. But we are all not experts. And especially when it comes to talking about race and film, we're not experts, but that doesn't mean we're not going to do what we can and we're not going to struggle with it. And we will use what we know to find ways to learn more. Having that engagement at the fundamental level of watching something that challenges you beyond just watching the comfort food movie that there's nothing wrong with, but might not ever push you. You need to watch that comfort food movie, then also step out and watch something that will challenge you to consider a different angle or approach some aspect of lived experience that you would otherwise not go to. And that for me is the fun of movies a lot of times is watching something that you've never seen before, something completely new, because there are so many tropes and Hollywood, especially at this point, is just doing remakes and sequels and prequels. And it's interesting and engaging and exciting and informative to watch something that you've never seen and learn a new story. So I think that's something that's really valuable for us all to engage in and then talk about amongst ourselves. So looking ahead to what we're actually going to be doing, we're going to come together each week and the three of us will watch a movie by a black director. And then we will come together and we will have a conversation about that movie. We'll talk about the formal qualities. We'll talk about the acting. We'll talk about the historical context and how it feeds together in the same way that we would normally write about them, but now we're just going to be talking about it. And we're going to try and translate that approach to film analysis and criticism that we have loved to engage with over the past three years into this new format. And no doubt there will be moments where we're learning and just as we're learning and growing in terms of our conversations about race and film, this is a new format for this site. And we hope that you'll join us on this journey through it. And we will make sure that each week when we are talking about a film, we'll let you know through social media what we are going to be talking about that week. So maybe you can get a chance to sit down and watch it before we publish the episode so you know what we're talking about. Because this will be a full spoiler podcast when we're talking about these films. Because we talked about it and we think that to best engage with them, we need to have their full context. And if we're trying to stumble across and not spoil anything, it's just not going to work as well. <laughs> it cuts conversation and it cuts analysis. So spoilers always ahead. And for that, we will concede and let you know what we're watching. But to give you a preview of what we will be doing, because believe it or not, we've done a little bit of planning for the foreseeable future. Our first full episode conversation, we will be sitting down and talking about Sorry to Bother You, Boots Riley's directorial debut from a few years ago. It's a personal favorite of mine that I'm really excited for Nathan and Jane to watch so we can all talk about it. And then after that, we will all be watching Spike Lee's newest movie, The Five Bloods, because he is such an incredible director. I just wrote about him. I love him dearly. And that he has a new movie coming out during quarantine is just a gift. <laughs> and the chance to sit down and talk about it with Nathan and Jane is so exciting to me. 
So that will be our first round of episodes. And then from there, we will clue you in on what we're thinking about. And if you're listening and you're thinking about a movie that we should talk about, follow us at Portland Film Review on Instagram and DM us with a suggestion. We'll have more information about where you can reach us in the description for this podcast, but we want to engage with you. We're engaging with our broader senses of film criticism and how we watch things. And you're a part of that journey. We're doing this for ourselves, but also for everyone who reads us and will now be listening to us. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this and we're really excited for this project and everything that it will challenge us to do. And we hope that you will follow us through this and continue to listen and read. Be healthy, stay safe, and get ready for next week's episode.